you know, mindset, it's a hot word, yeah. right? It's nice, a buzzword. Nice buzz exactly. <laughs> but there's a lot more behind there's, you know, there's a lot of work that's behind that mindset. It's yeah, not so like I'm, you just switch on a light and all of a sudden you've got a growth mindset, yeah. right? It's something again, that we need to learn and then we need to practice and probably change as we go through this, these journeys of um, behavior change and also just seasons of our life as well. Hey guys, it's Kelly Cope, host of the Nourishing Our Needs podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today for our first episode, and I am joined by our podcast producer, Anthony Palmer. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I think we're going to be um, stuck with each other for... For a little while. Yeah, a little while. So um, I hope you don't mind me taking up some space here. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm excited about this show. I think it's going to be a great one. Thank you. So we decided to kind of kick things off that we were going to talk a little bit more in depth about why you're doing the show, mm -hmm. a little bit more about nourishing our needs and kind of what your hopes are for our, the messages you're going to be putting out on the show every other week. So yeah. to kind of get started, why, why start a podcast now? Yeah. Um, good question uh, to start out with. Um, probably the why, because most of us me included, um, get a lot of our education and information now from social media. And, you know, those of us that are on social media understand that we have a character limit. Um, <laughs> me as an educator, you know, I have a character limit that I have to kind of stay within. Um, and also a time limit if we're doing reels. And so it's really hard to dive deeper into topics, information, and to really, truly educate, um, in that limit. And so a podcast is just one of those platforms that I think hopefully we'll be able to expand the time limit, obviously, but also to, um, bring on guests, you know, try to pick their brains on things. I'm not an expert in everything. And so it's going to be nice to kind of hear what others have to say, learn alongside of them. And, you know, the listeners, um, on the information and topics that we'll be going over. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's, there's such a wild amount of information out yeah. in the world, whether yes. in any topic, right. Right. Um, but you guys are, you're looking to really provide a specific lane of information. Yes. Ooh, that's a good, yes. <laughs> or lane. stay in a specific lane of information, yes. I guess I should say. Yeah. So uh, kind of along those lines, like what, what can people expect to be hearing from you from episode to episode Yeah. outside of just the like big label of nutrition and health yes. information. Yeah. Um, so the lane that we want to stay in <laughs> is in the lane of evidence-based, you know, information. Sure. And, and when we talk just for those that aren't familiar with what evidence-based is a lot of times evidence-based people think it's just rooted in sound scientific research, you know, information. Really, there's a kind of a, another piece to that, which is in our fields, we also see common themes, mechanisms, best practices that we are implementing with our clientele that really work. And so that's kind of, and then the client in front of us, right? So it really takes those three pieces to kind of quote unquote, be evidence-based and that's the lane that we're going to be trying to, to stay in. So it's not just that, you know, science and research, we're, we're going to be talking a lot more about, you know, more 
practices and practical information Mm -hmm. that people can hopefully implement in their own lives. So, you know, you have a background in public health. Mm -hmm. How have you seen, and this, I'm throwing a curveball at you because we didn't really talk about this question, but how have you seen that? I don't want to label it all as misinformation, but maybe like over information through, through like the course of your career with it. How have you seen that be both, have a positive impact and a mm-hmm. negative impact on clients or just you know yeah. people in the health space. That's a great question. Um, so, you know, let's look at the positive first, which is there's just more information out there. There's more, which in turn creates more dialogue. Right. Right. And so um, it piques interest a lot of times. And so, yeah, I mean, it's nice to kind of have at least, the window open to yep. some of those topics. Now, the negative side of that is a couple, a couple of things. One, two big ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One being that there's so much information and a lot of times conflicting yep. information that people are literally paralyzed. They're like, I don't know what to believe, so I'm not going to do anything about it. Um, so that's one thing. And then obviously the, the, you know, the misinformation, um, really can guide people down a path of, you know, basically believing in something that is not helpful could potentially even be harmful a lot of times. And, you know, the things that we talk about, people sometimes don't understand, they actually can have a great impact on someone's health or even life or death. Um, And I don't think that's, you know, something to be taken lightly, Um, you know, specific to misinformation around nutrition and health. I think, again, that conflicting information can really bog people down. Um, And we want to make sure here, specific with this podcast, that we're kind of talking about, you know, the basics, which we see time and time again if we practice those consistently, they can really give us those optimal health, you know, performance and, or weight management, um, goals that we're looking for. You know, I think one of the things that just in the podcast world in general, right. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to listen to a podcast and feel like you just get flooded with, hundred thousand different things that you should do. Right. Yeah. And every podcast seems to offer that in yes. some way, shape or form at times, right? Like yeah. here's, and, and we can like expand out of just the podcast piece of that. Like mm-hmm. so many people in their social media space and that digital customer or client facing side of things is like, if you do these three things, this will happen. If you yes. do these five things, this will happen. Yes. Right. Yep. But what it, so much of that comes down to, and it's a word I've heard you say often as we've, you know, prepped, the show out and just in, you know, following you over the years Mm -hmm. is it's like, it's this adjustment of mindset or like Mm -hmm. setting up these strategies for yourself. Right. And it doesn't have, they don't, doesn't always have to be these like grandiose things. Mm -hmm. It can just be these little changes, you know? And so as we kind of look forward to like the conversations you're going to be having, whatever, what are some of those things that you think you'll be focusing in on? Like those specific types of like, little tweaks. Yeah, that's a great, um, great question. And again, so, you know, mindset is a word 
it's a hot word, yeah. right? It's nice, a buzzword. Nice buzz exactly. <laughs> um, but there's a lot more behind there's, you know, there's a lot of work that's behind that mindset. It's yeah, not it's like fun. you just switch on a light and all of a sudden you've got a growth mindset, yeah. right? It's something again, that we need to learn and then we need to practice and probably change as we go through this, these journeys of um, behavior change and also just seasons of our life as well. Um, and so we'll be kind of talking about what some of those assessment pieces and strategies around that growth mindset could look like in regards to health, body composition and performance as well. That's that assessment piece is often missed in the world of nutrition, whether we're a lot of times we're trying to obtain or achieve these goals on our own. But even sometimes when working with coaches, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're not going to, if you hire a fitness coach, right. You're going to probably walk in. They're probably going to quote unquote test you, you know, for some like baseline strength right. and biomechanics and stuff like that. They're going to give you a program and then you're going to work and kind of chip away at that. A lot of times people in this nutrition space are literally handed, you know, here, eat from this list, do this, yeah. do that. If you eat X amount of grams of protein every yes. day, if you eat, you know, and it doesn't equate the, the life no. style piece of that. Correct. Everybody doesn't fit into the same no column. That's right. And a lot of times we know, right? We know probably the basics, but why aren't we implementing them? Right. So that's where we look into that growth mindset and the behavior change, you know, our challenges, our barriers, our successes, and we we assess what those things are, why things are working and why they're not, and then come up with strategies around how to address those and implement, you know, implement those strategies and, and move forward. Um, the other thing that we're going to really be focusing on here and what we focus on, you know, with our business in general is obtaining and or maintaining that healthy relationship with food. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this, um, before on, you know, our Instagram and we'll, obviously be spending a lot of time in the future, um, in future podcasts on this, but you know, those things relationship with food and ourselves, a lot of times get damaged in the process of working towards goals of performance, body composition, um, and health because, you know, we're handed these things that are said, eat this, not that, or food, this food is good, or this food is bad. Yeah. Or, Going all the way back to how we grow up, right? Right, exactly. So what we hear from our parents. To, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and also too, you know, social media puts these, you know, kind of perfect bodies and images, you know, that are half dressed, that have lots of muscles, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for some of us, me my included, myself included, you know, find that very hard to get past. It's like, okay, I'm seeing this image. These people are doing X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do that because that worked for them, right. right? Or I'm doing those things, but I don't look like that. Right. So what am I doing? And again, sometimes then we're paralyzed by that either not getting those results or you know, whatever it is and, and throw in the towel basically. Um, so really trying to, again, focus on the healthy relationship with food and ourselves in the process of these other journeys. So aside from probably hearing that a lot of the like thoughts that we all have run through our heads about 
what we eat, how we eat, how we look, how we feel about what we look. Aside from kind of giving people an opportunity in the space to say like, I'm a work in progress yes. on this stuff. Yes. And that other people are here too. What other messages will people be able to like hear and learn yep. on the show? Yeah. I mean, I think the work in progress is a great one. Or a lot of times we, we have clients repeat like, I am practicing for progress, not perfection. Yeah. Um, and knowing, yeah, (laughs) knowing that, you know, the, the journey, um, that we're on, whether it's health performance or body composition is going to be a long one. Behavior change is not something again, that happens overnight. Um, you know, I, I like to always say, you know, let's say we're learning a new language, you know, we don't automatically assume after the first class, we're going to be fluent in, you know, this other language. But for some reason, we get a week or two into, you know, changing our behaviors that we have had for probably our whole life. And we expect that we're just going to be able to do that perfectly. Again, unrealistic expectations. So um, that, you know, that would definitely be one of them. The other thing too is, is really being kind of mindful about the images and the, the, what I like to call the noise that we hear on social media, podcasts, whatever it is, and really trying to say, be almost like a a more informed consumer of that information and those images and saying, how does this make me feel? Or what, you know, what do I really believe this information? Is this, you know, person disseminating this information, speaking in very um, exact terms, like it has to be this, or you have to eat these things, or you do not eat these things, or this is very toxic, or this will kill you. You know, things like that a lot of times are red flags. So we'll probably dive a little bit deeper into what information you know, to look for or how to look at information. Yes. How to look at that information, um, to help you be a more informed consumer of that information and those images. Um, that alone is so powerful. And like, I'm excited to edit those episodes that base around that conversation because it is such a, it's so baked into the cake for us that like, you're just going to look at stuff and just, Absor- like, and I don't even know that we understand how much we, we absorb of it. We don't. Right. I, yeah. There's, I'll be, there's a very specific example I'm thinking of some one just posted, you know, a before and after picture, right. And said, this person lost X amount of weight in this many weeks. If I did the math on it, that person was in a over a 17,000 calorie deficit per week in order to get those results that's extremely unhealthy for most people and definitely needs to be medically supervised if that's the case. And so people read that and were like, Oh yay. Bravo for that person. That's amazing. Wow. You know, all of this stuff. And I'm thinking, Holy smokes. Like no one is reading that and thinking that is grossly unhealthy. Unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah. Unhealthy. On so many levels. On like, so many levels. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's not only are we normalizing it, we're friggin' celebrating it. Yeah. And it, it literally, it breaks my heart. It burns me up. I mean, there are so many physiological <laughs> responses that I have to that kind of information. And, but again, like you said, it's baked into our cake. So it's like, I, I would love for, again, this podcast to be 
where we're able to kind of say, we shouldn't be normalizing that definitely should not be celebrating it. So here's what, you know, we kind of look for and how we can approach it. Well, and just the scope that you kind of get to bring to it. And we talked, you talk about this in your trailer a little bit, but you know, from the mindset of, from a professional standpoint and an educational standpoint that you have with it mm-hmm. from being a, you know, former college athlete and now a like just every day mm-hmm. athlete, advanced age advanced athlete. Age. That was what I was looking for. Thank you. I didn't want to say that. Out loud. Yes, yes. You can say it. It's fine. Being a mom, yeah. you know, there's all these different hats that you wear with it yes. where you probably see this information wearing all of those different hats and it has Correct. a different impact on each, yeah. each one. Right. Yeah, You're absolutely right. I mean, um, you know, that podcast that I did with Liz a couple of weeks ago, we talked about kind of how the verbs and words that we use with our children or in front of our children about food, nutrition, right. body image, et cetera. We don't really understand the impact that it plays. So again, trying to at least bring awareness around that. And then when we are, when we do become more aware, what can we do then to change? Cause we'll talk about this too in behavior change, right? It's not, it's not good enough to just say, I want to change this. And then you omit that behavior or change. You have to kind of replace it with something else in order for that behavior to to change. So right. some, a new stimuli or something um, where you're, Again, you're replacing that behavior. You're not you're not just kind of saying, "Okay, I'm not doing anything about about it." Yeah. So, the listeners, anybody who listens to this is going to there's going to be a lot for them to be able to gain out of this, right? And I, I think so. it's going to apply to folks in all different walks of life. Yeah. And I'm excited to kind of see the that community of this, but you're going to, you're going to gain things out of this too, out of having yeah. this conversation. So what are yes. you excited about yes. for you personally, uh, with starting this journey? Yeah, that's, um, you know, I started this company over two years ago now, so I've learned a lot, but I'm a lifetime learner. Like I love learning, you know, alongside my clients, my clients teach me stuff every day, but also too, I luckily have surrounded myself with, a my own personal team of healthcare providers basically (laughs) that I learn from on a regular basis and coaches. And I think that will just continue to elevate the product and service that I, you know, provide to my client and as an individual, right. You know, I think this really kind of all trickles down into all aspects of my life and other people's lives. So I'm hoping, you know, to, to get that, get, that out of that <laughs> hoping to get all of all these of things ex- out of that. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe we can work on some English too. Yes. That would week. be great. <laughs> <laughs> huh, that is actually something I really, <laughs> that's what I really hope to gain out of this. <laughs> could use. Oh my God. All right. So at the end of the day, you're running a business yep. and you're able to help people along their health mm-hmm. journey and whatnot. So, the, the goal of this podcast is not necessarily to like grow your client base and whatever, yeah. but if yeah. people are interested in hearing more about working with you or whatever, like how, how would they go about yeah. reaching out to you Absol- in the process of the podcast? Absolutely. Out? Um, yes. So another one of the arms of the podcast obviously is to help provide quality and sound education to those that might not be able to 
to afford my services on a regular basis. Um, and just have to cast, you know, a wider net, hopefully to a a larger audience. Um, we have a website, so nourishingourneeds.com. And then we also have an Instagram page at nourishing our needs, um, where we do a lot of, again, these kind of short snippets of the education, um, also recipes and stuff that, you know, people actually want. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and I try to make them as pretty as possible, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not a food blogger. So, you know, sometimes it just looks like oatmeal in a bowl. Well, sometimes it is yeah. oatmeal on a bowl. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, Kelly, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me jump on and yes. do this first episode with you. We have uh, we're hard at work and yep. getting some episodes recorded. We've got some great interviews coming up to kind of really officially get the show kicked off and rolling. Um, so, in the meantime, uh, as we as everybody in the podcast world knows, please make sure that you are subscribed to our show that you have uh given kelly reviews all the stars all the things please (laughs) follow us on social and um yeah we're i'm really excited to watch you uh watch you get this show taken off i am excited too i'm excited to learn i'm excited to be challenged kind of get outside my comfort zone and and you know just have some good conversation hopefully um you know be a part of, of bigger part in a larger community yeah absolutely thanks yeah the nourishing our needs podcast is a palm tree podco production our executive producer is anthony palmer and a special thanks to emily miles for digital strategy and social media support the content for this week's episode is created by me kelly cope and this information is for educational purposes only